I'm proud to announce that the podcast is now officially sponsored by the fine people over at Chop Chili Company. Guys, this is some of the best chili you can get here in the state of New Mexico, and they are online as well as in stores. They can be found at Smith's, Albertson's, Sprouts, John Brooks, and Lowe's Corner Market. They have three amazing flavors that you see here, and they also have frozen green chili that you can get online. Go on over to the website, chopchiliCo.com, and get yourself some amazing chili today. Now, in theory, <laughs> in theory, because none of this ever wants to work. Yeah, are we up? Are we live now? Let us know when the video's up and we'll get going. Yeah, are we here? Yeah. Okay. It's always something, bro. It's always fucking something, dude. Um, I've heard a lot about you and your brand. All good things. Sick, sick. And uh, I'm very, very happy to finally get you in the studio today, dude. This is, this is sick. Thank Appreciate you for coming it. by. Yeah, thank you for having me. Nice to meet both of you. And um, shout out to the April Fools, Benito and Nico. Great fucking guys. Uh, we met, you and I, uh, at their episode 100 taping. Uh, you know, and I thought about it after I had left. Super nice dudes, because really that should have been their episode. You I know? That, that should have been like their shit. And then it became like a greatest hits thing. And I think that's just because of how humble those dudes are. For sure. You know what I mean? For sure. Um, so where, not where, uh, how did you start your brand? Like, why did you start it? Um, why? If we get a little closer to the mic. I think, um, well, I just wanted to make my own clothing. I okay. wanted to, you know, rock stuff that. Thank you for the, uh, the stickers, by the oh, way. Oh, for sure. You're welcome. Mm -hmm. I just wanted to start wearing my own designs. Everything I was getting or receiving or even looking at in the stores was just, I don't know, it was basic shit, you know what I mean? <laughs> so also the artist in me just wanted to create. And then, you know, I don't, I didn't think about it back then, but, you know, I think this was a little after high school. So you guys started thinking about careers and stuff. And I was really just getting to a point where I needed to pursue something that I believed in and started doing more of what made me happy and feel uh you know that uh that feeling of just strength and uh success you know what i mean so uh i started screen printing in my garage how old were you when you started doing that um i might have been like 18 18 maybe 19 um these awful walmart shirts bro they sucked <laughs> i was actually going through a bin of a lot of them today and i just threw them in the the giveaway pile but um yeah, man, I just kind of started one day, and it just, you know, that snowball effect. So was that, by the time you started doing that, were you already graduated high school, or were you on the path to graduating? Like, you're on your way out. Okay, now that you put it that way, it was two years after high school. Okay. Or maybe a year after, so I was at least 19, 20. Okay. Back. So you're just trying to figure things out, not too sure you're in it. Were you working at the time? Were you still at home? Were you just... Um, what was I working? I've had a grip of jobs, bro, to be honest. <laughs> I've had a grip of jobs. Thankfully, not right now. Yeah. You know, but, um, fuck, yeah. It's been a, it's been a journey, bro. Well, because, you know, I was thinking about it. Um, thank you again for sending the, the questionnaire. And I was, I, was, I was thinking about it going, I was looking at your page, like, you know, for all intents and purposes, you've, you're, you're doing it. You know what I mean? You're making your own money. You've got your own thing going. You're yeah. very much like self-sufficient. Were you always like that? Or was that kind of like a developed thing as you were getting through high school? 
Um, that's a good question. I feel like, I don't know. I just, I always knew I was going to do something that was different. I knew my path wasn't going to be a straight line. You know what I mean? I, and starting a business and even taking that artist career uh, journey on, you know, that's a lot. That's a lot of pressure. There's always not a lot of money. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I think I just saw it through and I have a vision and I'm holding on to it until it's right in front of me. So, I don't know. I, I guess it's it was developed for sure. Did you... Uh... We really sort of like thinking to yourself, like, okay, I'm actually going to do this. I'm going to start my own thing, really like branch off into uh, what would eventually be entrepreneurship. Did you tell anyone about it? Did you kind of hide it to yourself? Because I know a lot of people, you know, when they start doing their own thing, they, at least from my own experience and then from hearing other people's experiences, it's one of two ways. It's either they tell everyone. And, you know, they'll, they'll have a mixed bag of responses or they just tell no one out of fear of ridicule. You know what um, I mean? Nah, I wasn't even thinking about it, bro. I just kind of started. But, you know, of course, you know, I was with my homie. Shout out to my boy Carter. He, uh, he was the one who kind of convinced me 100% to download Adobe and, um, you know, take it to that next level. And, uh <clears throat> Repeat the question again. Well, no, I was saying like, were you, uh, were you, when, when you first decided that you're going to start doing your own thing and really start like down the road of entrepreneurship, were you like eager to tell people about that? That's right. Or so I, I guess I always had my homies to kind of bounce ideas off of. And, um, uh, I have a very good friend group that, uh, I've had for years, like years. I was never the type of kid who went group to group, you know what I mean? Or, you know, those people yeah. who just had a bunch of clicks and shit and. I guess trying to find themselves in a sense. But, like a social chameleon. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess I kind of am, but I stick to my crowd and my people. Yeah. I don't really like to branch out if I don't need to. I'm kind of like just shy and introvert like that. But um, yeah, man, I've always had my friends to bounce off ideas, see if shit's like legit, if it's cool, if the design's dope, if it's going to work. Back then, I think people just kind of looked at it as... Not necessarily my friends, but like people just kind of were like, "Oh, yeah, okay, that's cool, that's dope." When are you gonna get a job? When are you gonna <laughs> go back to school? When are you gonna figure your shit out? Yeah, but I don't know. I just saw it through, man, and uh, you know, I, I thankfully have a great family and a group of friends who just support me since day one. So there was never a sense of doubt. I just had to fucking do it, bro, and get to it. But at the time, you know, it wasn't like I'm gonna start this brand. I didn't even know about graphic design why well, I did, but I wasn't into it. Right. So I kind of just stumbled across it and just took each opportunity and I just saw it through, bro. How long did it take you to really start getting into graphic design? Are you self-taught with like Adobe Photoshop and all that stuff? I love bro, that fuck shit. Photoshop. Dude, I it's not that bad. I hate it so much. I feel that. I am horrible at it. Like all my templates and all my uh, like thumbnails and stuff. A buddy of mine who helped me actually start the podcast years ago. Um, he's my Photoshop guy. Like I go to him, like, hey, dude. I uh, even like when we started doing the live stream stuff. I was like, hey, I want something kind of different. Um, looks the same, just removed, so it kind of distinguished between what was a live stream and what was a, a pre-recording, just by like looking at it. What do you got? I don't think ten minutes went by, and he was like, check your email, and it's just <laughs> fucking badasses. I'm like, dude, how the fuck did you do? Like, That's the easiest thing I've done like in the last six months. I'm like, thanks. I love it though. It'd be like so. That, <laughs> 
Um, but that's, that's an invaluable skill and it's only going to get, you know, it's only going to make you more money learning how to use all those softwares, all those, like whether it's a, a photo editor, a video editor, becoming that type of person. Um, because there's people like me who don't know how to do it, don't want to learn it. And eventually want to get money, I'm a hire motherfuckers like you. I was literally about to tell you hit me. Right, right, right. For sure. I'm a hire but you guys and be like, hey, this is what I want. I know I, I know you can do it. Yeah. So please do it. For sure. I think um, you know, I was screen printing for about probably a year and a half, maybe going on two years, and uh I hit a point where my graphics just needed to reach a minimum. Like I can no longer sell to just my family and my close friends, you know yeah. what I mean? I had to legitimate myself and make shit look cool and people actually want to wear it you know what i mean and um yeah i I mean i literally just started with i've always utilized what i had around me you know what i mean and then uh probably a year and a half two years in i got my first computer it's like 150 bucks it's a thinkpad bro it's thick as fuck yeah heavy ass computer i just found one of those in my stores that's so funny you say that (laughs) That I accidentally took from one of my old jobs. <laughs> it's pretty legit though. Like it, you know, it did the work for me. For yeah, <clears throat> man, I had that thing for probably two and a half, three years, dog. And I put a lot of work on that ThinkPad. And um, man, it, I I haven't thought about that in a while. But yeah, I just kind of downloaded the program and I figured it out and started with Illustrator. Then I gradually moved on to Photoshop, and now, you know, Lightroom's pretty self-explanatory, and then I learned how to do InDesign for more of, like, packaging design, um, using, like, templates and die lines and stuff like that, but, uh, yeah, I pretty much just taught myself off of YouTube. Just so people can get an idea of, like, the scale and the time that it takes to do this, how long do you think it took you to learn, like... Photoshop, like, like how okay, so first of all, how mm-hmm. proficient do you feel like you are at Photoshop? Uh, one out of ten, I'd say, I'd say it's seven. And how many hours do you think it, it took you to get to that point where you're comfortable mm-hmm. enough to know that your proficiency level is at, is at that notch? Honestly, I'd say like six months or so, yeah. Um, I'm kind of at a point too where I'll, I'll try to figure stuff out, like if I want to do this. I'll just try to figure it out, and I kind of know how to navigate enough to where I could kind of know where to go and figure it out on my own. So there's still a lot I have not learned because I am self-taught. So like it's until I need to do something that I have to teach myself. But uh, for the most part, I just kind of create and try to do new shit. You know, yeah. Illustrator. Honestly, I'm probably like a fucking nine point five <laughs> out of ten. Dog. Lightroom. Nine for ten. In designs, that's a different monster. I say like, I say like seven out of ten. I'm pretty, I'm pretty decent on all of them. Not, not yeah. gonna lie. Every time someone sees me design in person, they're like, "That's you're like you're quick as fuck with it," and just like, you know, getting shit done quick and uh, being efficient with my time, not just sitting there. You know what I mean? Bullshitting. Well, and see, like, what some what people need to realize is like there are, like, community college classes on how to use these fucking programs. Like, that is how complicated they get. So to sit down and self er, and be self-taught through YouTube, like, that takes an insane amount of discipline. Yeah. Yeah, I I spent my time, like, I saw three years just learning and designing every day. It's something I still do to this day. It's like, those programs are literally part of my life. It's like learning a language. For sure. 
And then when you know someone who's just as knowledgeable, you guys just nerd out over the fucking program. <laughs> it's super cool. That's awesome, man. So how long into your graphic design um, process are do you do you start to come up with uh, what you have now, which is on the day? Um, Because that's what I'm hearing about uh about you the most what? is on the day for sure yeah the day, yeah it was it's your uh i was telling um i was telling Wyatt this when you came through oh, it's my I, I was that's hearing about it. yeah i was hearing about on the day and then astral entertainment and this whole ecosystem of like underground like fashion and music and event planning and i'm like and i'm just seeing it online but i don't know what the fuck is going on so i'm trying to like dissect it for myself it's sure. <laughs> a lot to it man it's super cool like i feel like you know we've built this community in terms of that scene like you know i'm not gonna take full credit and i feel like neither of all of us can it's the previous generation it's it's the people before us who were clicking up and making shit happen and i feel like we just came together a little more and utilized each other's platforms yeah, there you go and uh you know i built the dopest relationships just starting this brand and you know opening opportunities for myself i've been been able to like really connect with a lot of people like Wyatt's one of them adam from astral is one of them benito and nico there's so many people bro i've just been able to get real cool with and uh we do business together too so that's even cooler yeah, no, that's awesome. And I saw that you helped out. Well, what part did you play in uh, uh, Shout Out to Silk Project, their second launch? I saw you were a part of that too, right? Everyone always asks me about that. Yeah, well, I saw it on your Instagram Everyone page. And I and I sat down with Ryan uh, more than a few months ago. Absolute nice. fucking sweetheart. Yeah, she's cool. Um, she's awesome. Uh, what what was that like, that collab collaboration partnership? I'll be honest. So they hit me up for the first magazine, and I pretty much just uh, sponsored a little bit to get my logo on one of the back pages. Um, I've known her for a couple years, for sure, um, and just through building that relationship, you know, worked out the first time, so the second time around, um, this time I have three pages, and then I have um, a set in the fashion show. Um, and to be honest, I didn't think it was going to be that big. I didn't think people would always yeah. bring that up to me. Well, she brought in the two magazines. Like she brought in two Fast. prints of them and those are fucking heavy. Those aren't little floppy time magazine bullshits. Like mm -hmm. they're like legit, like, um, like really good, like print copy, like heavy duty books. Yeah. It was pretty close. There's a lot magazine. of production that went into that shit. Yeah, man. And even the show, like. I don't know, you know, I definitely took the opportunity serious. I just did not think it was going to be that fucking sick. And um, I I calculated that so well, I felt like. I felt, you know, the response I got from that show was a lot of people said I had one of the more professional, just clean cut, you know, just dope sets. You know, I wanted it to be professional and legit in a sense where like real models when they walk down the line they're not looking at people they're not fucking doing duggies on the way there and shit like that you know yeah. what i mean it was very professional in terms of how they uh rehearsed and you know did the final but um i had the right people you know one person went out got a lot of screams and i knew that <laughs> right another homie comes in 
big crowd. Or he brings in a big crowd, so the noise was crazy. I knew that, right? So boom, got a good response, two good response. And my homie Sancho, shout out to Ethan. <clears throat> I told him to backflip once he got to the back or to the front of the line. <laughs> and he backflipped, bro, and it was the biggest scream ever. Sick as fuck. We got pictures and everything. That's awesome. Just to have that shock factor and factor and have people really remember just the brand you know i'm not even too into fashion or you know doing shit like that but that was a good opportunity for me and then i went out and that was intense bro like i went out and uh, like oh you did a whole fucking walk and shit bro there was like i had like 12 people on my team damn (laughs) um local music that's awesome um and then i walked out i was the last one bro and like i said you're not supposed to look at people right so you're looking down basically this void of nothing, bro. But there was fucking like 200 people looking at you. And you know, the music's going. You already know what you need to do. You've been rehearsing. And I felt like in those moments of me walking up, you know, I really just, you know, the crowd was crazy. There was a plot. I heard, I heard people screaming my name, clapping. It's all my cousins, you know. A lot of the people I just kind of came up with. And, uh, it, bro, it was so crazy because I just knew I was working towards that moment. And I was receiving it organically, naturally. Like, I don't, I don't need to have anyone do this. But just my presence and what I was able to do that night, people gave me a lot of praise for that. So shout out to Ryan for having me. How did you carry that with you? Oh, man, it was so humbling, bro. But, it, you know, it was sick as fuck. Like, I think, I think I know, like, I walk into rooms knowing I could add value to where I'm at. And not necessarily take away. So, you know, I try to be, you know, cool with everyone and build with everyone and share my knowledge. You know, I'm not the one to like gatekeep information or, you know, there's people like that. You know what I mean? So there's a lot of people like that, Isn't it crazy? especially here in New Mexico. There is a lot of people like that. So like that. Yeah. Um, yeah so how how I put picture real quick? Yeah, I'd love to see that shit. Um, you mentioned that you, you know, that you can enter a room and you add uh value to the place that you're at. Is that at least the way I digest that, is that a mixture of both what you bring to the table and then your ability to put yourself in the right situation? Cause no matter what skill set you have, if you're in the wrong environment, if you're in the wrong place, you're gonna not necessarily take value away, but it's like, what are you doing here, dog? You know? Yeah. I think um, I feel like I'm the type of person to, you know, like talk when it's necessary yeah. to talk about business when necessary to I'm like time and place type of thing. So, you know, if there's an opportunity there, I'm going to capitalize on just building that idea because I've just seen what I've been able to do with an idea and action behind it and like the dedication to get it done. And seeing out the results, if it's good, if it, if you learn something from it, <clears throat> I think it's just stuff like that. Like if I see potential, like I want to see it grow, I want to see it go somewhere. There's no such thing as like a missed opportunity because you didn't fucking you didn't act on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I try to like you know just like encourage people to like do something like do that podcast, hop on that episode, you know, start working on whatever it might be because you never know what it'll turn into. No, it's very true. Um, that's very. I, I keep I keep doing like a little up look at your fucking hat. Where did you get your? It says kink on it, and then 
What does it say? So, King, create your own world. Fuck someone else's. Uh, Cadvent Studio. Well, yeah, that's a dope-ass hat. Is that a local brand, or is that? You can swipe through them. Um, this is my good friend, Aldrin. Shout-out to Advent Studios. Um, Shout-out to Fully Exposed. He's. I look at him like a mentor. Like He's easily the best graphic designer in Albuquerque. He's easily one of the most... What's the word? Um underappreciated like he just does so much shit for the community community that no one knows about that no one thanks him enough about like he is such a dope person um we got a collab on the way i'm just lacking on my end so we'll get that in soon but dude look at that look at those fucking pictures these are really good pictures my homie doing the flip was gnarly dog there's a video in there somewhere yeah these are really good pictures this is a crazy turnout because they held this at uh um at electric playhouse right yep yeah that's nuts that was literally one of those moments where i wish my mom and family was there typing shit because like it was it was legit bro crazy that's awesome um so when did it become apparent to you when you're building your brand you're working on not like working on your own but you're really starting to branch out and do your own thing when did it become apparent to you that oh is this the video I want to see this shit. Yeah, turn that shit up. Oh, that dude's fucking ripped. He has on the day tatted on him, so he was showing it on his chest, and then he flipped on him. <laughs> oh my god! This kid's fucking Spider Man. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah, he's fucking Spider Man. Rip, bro. So when did it become apparent to you that networking, building relationships, you know, for lack of a better term, getting along with people, when did that become essential to you? Mm, honestly, growing up, I never really, there's, there's always going to be people who don't like you, you know what I mean? Or don't really respect what you're doing or give your stuff the time of day. But growing up, I never really had... Thanks, bro. Never had beef with anyone. I never really didn't get along with someone. I really think, you know, might sound selfish, but if someone has a problem, it's more likely them. You know, I don't really <laughs> give a fuck about a lot of things unless you're being disrespectful to me. Or, yeah. You know what I mean? I've always got along with a lot of people, bro. So I've been able to really just network by being myself and just being fucking cool with everything, you know? I don't, I'm not pushy. I don't want to be in the way you know if it works it works um those early pop-up days back in like 2000 uh like 2000 before the pandemic and then like right when things were opening again um man like i've just been able to like just network and meet people like you being yeah. with april fools and just you know building that community so Next time you see me, you know, we have something to talk about. There's growth that maybe we can talk about. Um, networking is, is everything, bro. <clears throat> Excuse me. Was this, was this project, do you feel like it was maybe not birthed out of the pandemic, but it was accelerated by it? Because I feel like a lot of creative endeavors were, <clears throat> were affected in one way or another by the pandemic. And the ones that were affected positively, the people behind it, I mean, I know I can speak for myself when I say this, you know, I had that wake up call where it's like, okay, so none of this is real. Mm. This is all so fragile and it can go away so quickly and I have yeah. no say. So I'm going to do what I want. 
I'm going to do what actually makes me happy. And if, and if I don't know what it is, I'm going to figure it out. And I need to figure it out quick. ASAP. Was, was this, uh, pro- is this project kind of accelerated like that by the pandemic? I would say yes. And uh, I'm so grateful I started before the pandemic because I think there's a lot of respect that comes there. You know, it's not something I... And respect in terms of just experience and that you've been around and, you know, when the pandemic hit, I saw it as an opportunity because everyone was on their phones and everyone was just kind of tapped in and it's crazy. Like You and Jeff Bezos, you both of that as an opportunity. Bro, like, (laughs) there was a meme that was like, you know, the world's ending, but buy my (laughs) t-shirt. And, you know, it's crazy, bro. Because that's legit what it was. Some real shit. That's what it was, dog. But, you know, I don't know. I think all of us, you know, I think with time, everything works out. And so I just kept pushing, dog. I just kept going. There was, there's never a stop. I always tell people that. Like, you ever have people be like, oh, I'm glad you're still doing the podcast. And it's like. Was I supposed to stop That's anytime soon? <laughs> and you get that a lot when I think, you know, people start to ask you, what are you doing? Where's the job? Where's the fucking school diploma? You know, I think that's when you start getting those questions. But, um, well, I think, you know, and I, I think about that a lot because, I mean, obviously, if Spotify, hello, <laughs> uh, they rolled in with a truckload of money and they're like, hey, we want you to be a Spotify exclusive, I'd say, yeah okay sounds good yeah like nope I, I, that's a great company obviously that's not happening anytime soon so it's you know i haven't reached the level of like true self-sustaining entrepreneurship like you have but it's definitely a goal For sure. and i think that you know you know i think from the people in your life that aren't in your like like, like an inner circle, right? I guess your close group, whether it's family, friends, um, you know, people outside of that, when they say something like that, it's like, okay, well, that's nice that you're doing your cute shirts, but like, what's your plan? That's fucked up. That's fucked up. But then if it's your family, now family and friends can definitely cut deep, but I'd like to think that at least if I were to go, if I were to go quit my job tomorrow and tell my best, tell my best friends, you know, I was in my family, like my aunt, you know, whatever. I told my best friends, like, hey, I'm doing podcasting full time. Fuck that job. I hope they'd be like, you're kidding, right? It's not that time yet. You yeah. Know? He's, sell feet picks too. <laughs> He's like, dog, we got bills in the next week. <laughs> so, you know, it's, I, I think it's a matter of who's delivering that message. For sure. You know, um, it's something I think not a lot of people, like to acknowledge though uh and it definitely happened to me in real time with this and it's happening in real time with this podcast uh so i think it's i i'm gracious and i'm grateful for it like truly you know unironically i'm grateful for it yeah but in the beginning even if it's people close just like hey i'm doing this thing like oh yeah that's cool have fun and then if the years go by Mm -hmm. you're still doing it it's growing might make some coin off of it reach the point where you're at where you're making money and they're like oh yeah fuck yeah he's doing it yeah we we always did you ever run into that where oh, where people in the beginning that were like yeah we'll see and now they're like yeah fuck yeah i knew he was gonna do that shit oh it's been great from the start bro i feel like <laughs> yeah man 
I, it's too many. It's too often, dog. Right. It's too often. Because, you know, I, I'm not a... Bro, me supporting someone else is only going to make me look better. That's not why I do it. But it's a fact. But it's a fact. It's a fact. I was having a convo the other day at a pop-up, and um, homie came through. Um, he has a big following. And he wasn't performing or nothing. And I told him, bro, I was like, you know, it means more to everyone that you show up with not expecting to receive anything to get paid to be there to be paid to uh, perform to even perform like you're just pulling up that means way more than like i don't know you're doing a show for someone you know the fact that you're just here supporting other people it makes you look very good so i just try to show love and understand that you know even the podcast it's a it's a journey bro it's something you got to take on head on and you just got to accept everything that comes with it encouraging each other essentially well, and you bring up a good point. I think showing up for people, I have found, is one of, if not the best way to solidify relationships here in Albuquerque. Facts. You know, because I feel like a lot of people here take take aside the fact that our economy is shit. People don't have a lot of money anyway. Mm-hmm. And most people here are working two jobs, have kids, a family, all that, right? Um take away the money aspect people don't have a whole lot of time and then i think there's a and maybe it's the culture of albuquerque maybe it's like a hispanic culture i know i grew up in it's very like you stick with your family you stick in that family you don't really branch out too much you don't try new things you don't used to what you know and i'm saying it's a bad thing right but it's the culture and that's and i've heard on multiple occasions both on this podcast and and off of it from people from people that i've met and people i've become friends with that are in the entertainment industry, just to make it kind of broad, uh, where they'll run into whether it's older individuals in their family, older individuals in that industry they're trying to get into or make a name for themselves. Mm-hmm. And Lord forbid these younger dudes, younger uh, chicks, you know, start doing well. Maybe they make a little money, maybe they get a bit of a following, and the older people are like, well, you think you're fucking famous now? You think you're fucking better than me? You think, you know what I mean? And. That's something that I've definitely learned myself where it doesn't like, especially because so many things here uh, for people RAs are just like, not necessarily just starting in their industry, but like they're getting their out there. They're playing shows, they're doing pop-ups, they're doing events, they're, you know, they're around. Most of the, most, most of these events are either free or cost like 10 or 15 bucks. Mm -hmm. It's super cheap to get it. You just got to show up. And doing that for people, I mean, it blows their fucking mind. Literally. Um, have you found as well, like, that's really been, like... Like, obviously, you want to do because you're supporting people. But, like, yeah, it really... it You're you're showing people that you're about what you say. You know, we didn't just meet up and do this collaboration because I needed followers and you needed money or vice versa. No, because, yeah, there's a business incentive here, but there's also, like, a, a personal attachment to it. Yeah, man, there's that. That's everything, bro. That is legit everything. And I think that's how I built my name. I've just, well, you know, I've hit a lot of pop ups. I went on a stretch, dude. Like, um, 18, 2018 to 19, I hit a lot, even to 2020. And then, um, I remember my first pop up actually after they announced COVID and we still had it. It was fucking crazy. What was that like? Um, you know, everyone was just like kind of talking about it. Everyone thought, you know, the world was ending. 
I remember some crazy lady talking, like, some crazy conspiracy, and I'm just fucking, I'm all lit kind of listening to her. <laughs> but I was like, you know, she's tripping. But anyways, um, even this year, um, my biggest goal is to get into bigger rooms, bigger festivals, you know. Um, like, I I feel like we kind of built the art walk scene. Not art walk specifically, but just pulling up to our, uh, downtown uh, Central and 7th. Um, that art walk is one of the best things that happened in this city in the last 10 years. It's so dope. I firmly believe that because I heard about it and I was like, Oh, well that sounds cool. Mm -hmm. Okay. I get it. Build up brand new businesses, entrepreneurship. I love it. That's awesome. During the summer. Great. People want to be outside. So where are you guys holding it at? Oh, it's down to, are you sure? (laughs) Are you positive? And I went to one right when things opened back up after the, after COVID hit. Mm -hmm. I was like, holy shit, this it's place crazy. is packed to the brim. Mm-hmm. I was, because a friend of mine, uh, oh, excuse me, a friend of mine, Sarah, she owns uh, her own pottery company, and she had a pop-up there, a little, like, booth with her and her boyfriend, and mm-hmm. I went to go support them and, like, see what the whole thing was about. I was like, holy That's the fuck. Homie. Holy shit, this is so awesome it's to see. Live, bro. Yeah. And, you know, that was once a month, sometimes a couple times a month, and... You know, I I was at every one last year and even years before that, you know, I I just really put in the work on going to all these events, bro. And, you know, I've been at the event where there's 10 people. I've been at this event where no one's copping anything. And I'm, you know, sometimes you got to pay a vendor booth. Now they're, now it's a little more of a thing because I think people caught on. But, um, you know, I, I think, and I get it a lot that I keep myself busy with all these pop-ups. And even if I'm not making any coin, I'm still throwing stickers out there. I'm still getting people to follow me. And I'm still just talking to the people who I'm essentially trying to buy as a customer or, uh, you know, have them join what I'm doing. So it's always been like, it's been like, fuck, dude, I couldn't even put a number on how many pop-ups I've done, just events and shit. But over time, I've just been able to build the craziest network of like all the elite artists, dude. I feel like we're just super... We're just doing it, dog. And it's dope to see, man, because, you know, you have, like, even Wyatt, for instance. It's just cool to see him do his thing and knowing that's my homie. And, you know, I'm rooting for him. He's rooting for me. And, like I said, we get to do business together. So it's just a super cool thing, you know. I haven't been to Art Walk at all this year. And uh, my goal is to just get into a bigger room. So I kind of dropped Art Walk, kind of dropped the smaller events. You know, if I get hit up to do a show or someone I know hits me up, I'll hop in, you know. Um... But like this year, I had my first pop up in Denver. Shout out to Feet the Block. That shit was tight. And you know, I'm I'm back there in a couple weeks, and I'm hitting up at least four people that I met there, and we're gonna do a shoot, hop on another podcast, and it's just me being in these bigger rooms that allow me to, you know, tap into different markets. Um, I did the food, the food festival this year, beef jerky festival. And that got, was huge. I got tattoo fest next weekend and uh yeah man just going from these smaller rooms where there's 10 people where no one's buying to where we're in the fucking casino in the short showroom and we're getting busy you know (laughs) what i mean i think essentially that's what got me in those bigger rooms is just being consistent knowing the right people building the right right relationships and um you know i feel like i've done that but there's even at that scale there's still so many more people to meet bigger rooms to be into and uh i look forward to that well i think the universe is very giving 
in the respect that, like, I'm not like a horoscope person or like an energy or a vibes type person. You. you know, I'm not that guy. But I do believe that the your intentions will always come back um, tenfold, right? So if you're going around, you're snaking people, you're lying to people to get ahead, you are um, treating people poorly, you know, you're just trying to scheme your way to the top, that's going to come back and bite you in the ass more than once. For sure. But if you go into things with as pure of intentions as you can, we're all human and we fuck up and we make poor decisions, but if you go in with the right intentions and – you know, you really have that mindset of, like, it's a feast, not a famine. Like, we can all win here. I promise you, right. you following me on Instagram, me following you, me supporting your stuff, sharing your stuff, it is not going to drag my stuff down. It is not going to make my stuff worse just because I support you. You know, um, like the saying, there's a, uh, a rising tide raises all ships. Like you know, that. it's not. You know, just because I say I like someone's shit does not make my stuff worse. And I think going about it like that, meeting these new people, having all these new connections, that's what's – aside from, like, obviously you have skill and you have passion for what you're doing. Like, that gets you in the door. That gets you noticed. But the way you carry yourself once you walk in that door, you can be the most talented person in the world, but if you act like an asshole, right, you act like a complete jackass, no one wants to talk to you, Bro. you know, Bro. You, you've, you've, you've shot yourself in both feet. Dude, there's some of the – best artists i've seen and i'll never hit them up for the fact that they're just fucking they're just they don't they're being the ego they have their ego involved and for me like i don't care if you're better than me that's a good thing more than likely yeah. you know i've never been like i don't know some people are just weird uh, well that's keep it cool bro i don't know well that's everywhere but i feel like it hits people and i'm not like i'm not talking about anybody specifically at all but um, I just think it hits people earlier here in Albuquerque because we're such a like a small pond. So I think not that I'm saying it's easy to be a big fish here, but like it, I think it's easier to get an ego. For sure. You know, and I've sure. encountered that firsthand. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yeah. not that I would ever refer to anyone because I'm certainly not, but like refer to myself or anyone as Instagram famous. But if you're going to refer to yourself as Instagram famous in, in real life, and I look at your page and you've only got like 3,000 followers, nice. it's like, bro, <laughs> this is not how that works. And that's coming from my small community of like sub 1,000. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I'm just doing my thing. I don't, I I don't give a fuck. I'm just, I'm just doing my shit, having a good time. Mm -hmm. But you're never going to see me walk into a room like, oh, I'm the guy with, I'm the jackass with a podcast. I'm fucking, like, no. Come on, bro. There's, Come on. Yeah, there's just an energy that comes with that. You know what wants to work with that. There's people you that do I mean? that where they like they, they catch a break or maybe they meet the right people and they're like, Oh, I'm this guy's friend. Mm -hmm. You fuck with me or find out like no, stop. I feel you, bro. Stop. I've always been pretty cool about it. Like I also don't walk into every room's like, yo, who wants to do business? <laughs> you know what I mean? Who's who you know what I mean? I'm yeah. very cool about it. And honestly, I don't necessarily talk about own the day unless someone brings it up. If it's in convo, or I just got an idea, or I just need to, you know, I'm just talking. Yeah. Um, I'm never really one to bring it up first, though. And I think that's something unique about me that I've noticed is some people just fucking, you ever meet someone 
off rip and they tell you what they're I know doing exactly where you're going with this. I'm like, you know, sometimes you need to just yeah. keep it to yourself and ask how they're doing. You know, so many people are, they want to talk first instead of listening. Yes, sure. I agree. People really want to put, they want to give you the, the world's worst elevator pitch right off the bat. Dog. About not even like a business thing. It's like how their life is going. And it's like, okay, sick. <laughs> I know people were like, let's collab. And I'm like, I don't want to collab, dog. I really don't. You know, it's not that, I don't know. I just, first of all, I got to really meet someone to uh, really connect and really even indulge in business. You know, there got to be a relationship there for sure. Well, you got to be selfish about it. I've learned that. You have to be. I, I, I learned that. I really started to learn that about a year ago. Like you, if you really care about what you're doing and if what you're doing lends itself to, Hey, you're not going to make it that far. If you're just on your own for like what you want to do, you really do have to meet people and make connect and all that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Not, there's a whole lot of entertainment things that where you can do it solo and make it, but you know what I'm trying to say? Mm -hmm. And I think that the, the proper amount of selfishness that you have and protectiveness that you have over what you're building, that's going to take you further than just saying yes to everything. That's for sure what it is, bro, 100%. Because you could, not even just saying like attach yourself to the wrong person or whatever, but you you could just have a real bad uh, interaction. You could you just do something that may not necessarily would devalue what you're doing, but did the input really make the output worth it yeah yeah bro it's like you don't want to work with that one person and then you find out they're shady or you find out some shit's going on yeah. that you don't you didn't know about and maybe to that crowd or to those people they're kind of turned off on your brand now just because you're fucking with the wrong people you know so and see what well, we were running into that about what two months ago we kind of got not in the middle of it which is Ooh. which is what i love about sure. doing a podcast and being because i like up until the pandemic i was very much very shy closed off i oh, didn't sure. go out i could count on one hand how many times i went out and did stuff oh, you know sure. what i mean i just i was in my own little world hung out with my couple of friends read comic books and fucking play video games you know i wasn't really the guy that would go out and party and meet people or go to shows whatever started doing this and after about four or five months like okay i need to meet people <laughs> i need to but then i was also kind of addicted to it so i was like i want to talk to cool people there's got to be cool people in this town and thank god there is yeah, um but anyway so like three four months ago without naming names um you say 34 months ago the three to four oh. no no yeah three to four months ago that's funny or so right yeah about two months, three months. yeah we uh i i had a conversation with someone on the podcast little clip that i put up got a lot of attention by people that are in like the music here and i just like the floodgates open to me of all this drama and bullshit and just it's nonsense it's like little kid fighting that you'd see in middle school mm -hmm. you know and i've met some awesome people in the music industry here i've met mm -hmm. some truly awesome people, people that i can now call my friends i'm very happy to it's say cool you know family. And I talked to him about it because I, I, I view a few of these people at a higher level than others. And I'm like, what do you think about all this? Do you know about this? Like, yeah, we don't pay attention to it. Damn. Yeah, because they all fight. And then me and this band and this band and this band, we all talk about, oh, you played that gig? Well, who's the manager? Oh, you went to that state? Okay, who did you talk to? Yeah. 
what hotel gave you that discount because they knew this person that went to this person. You know what I mean? We have these conversations. We don't all love each other. There are days when we don't like each other. Facts. But we all want to see each other succeed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're going to infight about who they're dating and who they're not liking and who they're and they can they can have fun in high school. We're here trying to get our master's degree and being awesome. Facts. I like that. You know what I mean? And it's and having conversations like that in private. Uh, really, like, even, again, like, in a small pond like this, it really does show, like, there's a separation in every tier that you see, mm-hmm. you know? And it's just interesting to me what what people choose to prioritize as far as you really care about your brand, like, you really care what you're doing, why are you acting like this? Yeah, dude. And so being, like, Man. being us and we're just hanging out, we're on the outskirts of it, and so I was like, okay, well, you're gonna talk shit about him, so I'm gonna let him come on and talk his stuff because I don't like I don't like when people get attacked. You know what I mean? Especially if it's baseless. Like that, yeah. You know, if it's baseless, it's a one-sided story because everyone has their side, mm-hmm. unless it's something absolutely fucking heinous. You know, it's like, okay, well, fuck that person. If they really did do that, fuck that person. But if it's it was so fucking asinine with people getting accused of, mm-hmm. it's like, okay, I'm gonna let them talk their shit, and yeah. it boiled down to nonsense. Fun conversations, though. I'll tell you that much. Fun fucking conversations. Just had him argue on live. I was, <laughs> I was strongly considering that, but this is such a feeble little studio space right now with too many breakable shit. Oh, for sure. And I don't need fucking vapes getting thrown Damn. and headsets getting tossed, and you know what I mean. I just, awful. I don't need that. I got too much cool shit in here. I agree. <laughs> I like this. I was just thinking, that's where someone made those red fucking boots. Is they probably saw Pac Man. <laughs> Is, is that not the boots, bro? Yeah, because th- he. I think he's wearing rain boots. Either way, I think someone was like, "Yo, imagine that on a person." <laughs> it's crazy how these ideas develop. For real, that's crazy. Do you have a uh, like a website we could look up and oh, s- and see all your shit? Oh, to pull it up? Yeah. Oh, you know yeah. That? So whatever, whatever he pulls up on the monitor, we'll be able to show the audience. Like if, if it's like a website or an Instagram Let's page, Instagram. okay. My website's kind of under destruction. So so we, me and my uh, my buddy, I talked about earlier. Did all my Photoshop stuff. He helped me put together a website, and we were running it for like maybe six months. And I just fell off of it. It was too early to do it, and it was just trash. So we shut that shit down. So mm. I feel you. The whole page. Oh yeah, it was bad though. It was so bad. Oh great. Uh. Press login with Facebook. Nice. <laughs> Maybe that'll work. And then, and then, yeah, choose. Oh my God. Um, okay, so go to actually go to Google and just look up on the day forty-seven Instagram. Oh, just kidding. That works. Um, let's see. We're yeah. logging into Instagram, folks, for all the listeners on Spotify. <laughs> I uh, I got a new website, so there's a there's it, I just still need to fix it, but it looks super dope. I wish it was up that soon enough. Yeah, let them fuck it. And then uh, the not day. now. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Hello. Okay, so it's what on the day forty seven. That's your Instagram. Yep. Okay. It'll pop. If I type it in right. <laughs> One. <laughs> On the gate. There she is. Cool. 
Yeah, man. Uh, first three, the pinned ones. We got to talk about it, don't worry. Dude, it's legendary, bro. And even my 3,000 little followers, like, I, I'm proud to say, like, I know majority of them. That's awesome. You know what I mean? Like, it's, yeah. it could be at 10K, but then how connected are you to your people? Yeah. You know what I mean? Until, you know, your page just starts taking off. Well, I was going to say, even when you start getting up, to the th tens of thousands hundreds of thousands of followers i feel like if you maintain the content obviously the quality has to get better because progress but if you maintain like the soul and the essence of what you're putting out and how you're communicating with people that's what's going to keep that page growing is they know yeah. that they can go to you and it's going to be you it's not going to be some fucking sellout yeah. or it's not going to be some just Someone's trying to make a buck off of them. You know what I mean? It's it's a person who's actually putting their passion out, putting their craft out. You should play that first video, that first pinned one on the left. That shit's so fire, dog. This one? Yeah. Oh, you got to restart it. I'm that guy. And now you got to see what the beat drop. So fire. Shout out to, to John. Hard. We're just fucking around in the studio, bro. Like it's nothing crazy what we're doing. You know what I mean? I dig the hats. Yeah. Honestly, I meant to bring product. I was just in a rush. Oh yeah. That's a sick, dude. That's the fall drop we did. Uh, the one on the right was our United drop. That shit really like. Shout out to Wyatt once again, because that shit was really, like, it solidified myself, and I feel like ever since then, it, you know, i just been getting a lot of love just for being attached to that lineup, you know what I mean? That's, f how did that, because I, I know that Wyatt, he was mentioning, if I, if I remember cor correctly when he came on, he had mentioned that he had helped design that. Yeah, yeah. Um, how did that connection start between getting... Uh, getting in contact with people that run United to actually being able to put out merch for them. Um, so, or are you allowed to talk about that? Uh, it's it's a funny story, but ultimately, um, I kind of see it as like we got alley ooped. Like Wyatt is the pure connection to shout out to Josh, um, who was I believe the creative director. I, I don't want to get his position wrong, but um their relationship was already there and there was pretty much a deal made and um it was super dope you know because um i got to i i was the one who like personally designed it obviously wyatt's a heavy influence as far as design and he you know his mind was definitely a part of that design as well um but i was able to work that on my computer i was able to actually place that order so all the distributing went through me which i think was a a big moment because like i think they respected that i was able to hold up my end even though there's a little few things that could have been better um as far as the manufacturer um you know it worked out i held up my end we designed it together we have a little collab tag on the bottom um and that shirt was for the last blackout artist game last year with fifteen thousand people there that's awesome. Might have been fourteen, and uh, they sold pretty much that all that day. You know, a few that next day, and they were gone. And it was a pretty cool look, cause like you, bro, you'd be walking. I was with my girlfriend and all my homies. Of course, they got one, and I was, you know, me and Wyatt walked in with them. 
just uh, you know we we had that credit you know yeah but you start walking throughout the game and you see people wearing them you see kids wearing them you see families all matching and shit that's awesome and, you know that design is primarily wyatt's um you know it's all you know i feel like where i come in is i just design it and then you know i'm using a lot why it's allowing me to use his design for us to create something Shout! Those are sick, bro. that's so adult swim right <laughs> that's very like what's it called adult swim off the air yeah. you ever seen those yeah oh my god that's hilarious those will fuck your world up son <laughs> or like have you seen the one where it's the uh 15 minutes of a bear eating uh-uh all right joey when we're done here pull that shit up on youtube are you talking about this no no no. well that shit yes earlier i was talking about that like i love that design that's fucking cool and then the one that had like the rose on it yeah, so I was going to ask you about that. Do you still have those for sale? Because those are badass. Dude. Oh, dude, no. Those were years ago. And honestly, yeah. now that I'm a better designer, that design sucks. <laughs> it sucks. <laughs> but like the potential is definitely there, you know. I'm not going to point out what's wrong with it. But, the you know, the, the coolest thing about that design, I remember I was at the gym and I was doing shoulders or some shit. Anyways, I grabbed the dumbbells and I go up and I put them on the rack and I closed my eyes and I saw that design to the T. And then I went home, I drew it out, and I just knocked it out. And it was so dope. Like, you know, I feel like real art that's like true to you is, you know, you don't have to add anything or take anything away from it. It's just good as is. And that was one of those things where I just created it and I was like, oh, that's fucking dope. Even though there's so many flaws in it. I was going to say, like, like, it's super dope still. Do you, I'd imagine you do now, but like, d- how much has your revision process evolved? Oh man! Because like I don't, I don't create shit compared to that. But like I've been having to dive myself a little bit into some writing recently, and I'll come up with something that I think is great, and I look at it three days later, I'm like, that's a crock of shit. I'm erasing like half of that. Um, I don't know. You know, my process is I I always save a copy of something in case I do too much and I need to go back or <clears throat> I don't know. I guess it just kind of depends. Is there like a baseline for like okay, under no circumstances I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do this type of design, this type of color palette, or um, is it really just like so? I, I, here's a better way to ask that question. The last drop you guys just did. Where did it go from, okay, this is an idea I have, this is a concept, to, okay, we're running with this? Me and Wyatt? Yeah. Um, well, when honestly, when I first met him, that, that shirt, I mentioned that. I was like, we should do your design all over the tee. And, you know, we just met, I'm pretty sure. And we were like, it was like one of those things where we were like, let's collab. But there was a genuine relationship there, yeah. which made it slightly different. So, you know. Wyatt's a very welcoming guy anyway, he's though. He's the coolest, dog. Yeah. Um. You know, I think the idea evolved and I just have the resources to, you know, get the ball rolling and um, we just dropped it, bro. And there, honestly, there's no method of madness. I think it's just doing it and sticking to it and like putting it out. If it's at least your best work, it's all right. Not everyone's going to like it. Yeah. I might have that person that's like, <clears throat> yo, if it was red, I would have copped it. If that was pink and orange, oh, I would have bought all of them. Yeah. You're going to have that. You're always going to have that, though. Totally different. Dude, some fool the other day, I have a bucket hat. Watch, go to one of these ones at the bottom, please. Because, like, that far right 
set. I love that shit. Oh, let's go. Yeah, go on those pictures. Shout out to Zach uh, Zokes. That photo shoot was so sick. Shout out to Ness, the model. That's fucking sick. Um, and this is just my way of creating little content, bro. Like, you know, there's nothing really behind it. I didn't put too much time into it, but I knew I had to put out some type of content. So I could just bust that type of shit out. Um, I like okay, that, that, that black ascension shirt. I dig that. So that bucket, dog. We're at Beef Jerky Fest, and some dude was all. He's like, do you have it without this? <clears throat> I was like, the whole own the day? I'm like, no, dog, I don't. <laughs> do, we, do you have it without the logo? <laughs> I was kind of pissed. I was like, get your step in, dog. Like, <laughs> you know, and he was, he was younger. I was I always ask ignorant questions like that. Sometimes without knowing, I might be offending. But, um, yeah, it's just like that. Like, you got to move past that. No, yeah, that whole drop is fucking cool. Yeah, um, the photo shoot is nuts, dude. Yeah, we want to see something fucking ridiculous. Do Yo, I? Go, go to YouTube. Oh, shit. Yeah, go to YouTube. And, um, yeah, I think it's called 15 Minutes of a Bear Eating on Adult <laughs> Swim. Uh, we were watching this uh, less than less than sober. And um, let's see. It'd drive you crazy. Uh, look up Adult Swim, though. Damn. Oh. Yeah, not that shit. That's crazy. I saw a bear fight the other day on YouTube. It was nuts. Yes, that one. Uh, yeah. Unedited footage of a bear. Okay, they kind of like skip through a little bit. Yeah, so play it. Eating part. Yeah, so he's just chilling. Yeah, keep going, keep going. <laughs> Crank, uh, press the up key a little bit. Commercials are so corny, bro. Is it on the... Yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, skip forward a little bit. Dirty-ass car. Watch, yeah, keep going with this. Like, skim through it. I don't want to watch the whole, like, 10-minute thing, but, like... Damn, this is crazy. I thought this was an ad, honestly. <laughs> I was like, this is a long ad, man. It's ridiculous. So it starts out with a bear just chilling, and then the Claritin ad gets all fucked up. <laughs> Watch, keep going. Keep, just like skip through like a bit of it. And it's still running the, like, the fucking, um, what's it called? Like, the warning signs or whatever at the bottom of the screen. 
Are we back up? Yeah, it's... We're back? Yeah. Kind of, sort of, maybe? We're back. Okay. So, before we got interrupted, um, one thing I did want to ask you about, because you mentioned about do these events, I need to be able to do this by this time. Like, Or do you, because you very much give off the personality of like, I know the direction I'm going, but if I see a great opportunity that wasn't planned, I'm not going to say no. You know what I mean? So, like, do you have, like, set milestones for yourself like that? Not necessarily. And I think the fact that I just kind of go with the flow mostly, you know, I do have my goals, but they're not, like, I got to, by July 4th, I got to, fuck, nah. I think. Got to get on the best podcast in New Mexico. Facts. No, I know, bro. That, you know, it puts too much pressure. I think, you know, when yeah. I put in large orders, I don't think about if it's going to sell. I know it's going to sell. You know, I think when it comes to bills and stuff, you know, you do need to make X amount per month and you that's, need to uh, be able to pay for shit. And That's got to feel good, though. I mean, it I mean feels you, you get to the point where you're like, I'm going to order an X amount of shirts and they're going to sell. And honestly, that's been since day one. I have always known that if I place an order, I mean, it's going to sell. I've never had anything that I've that didn't do well. And I look at a lot of my designs and like, fuck, I, I would have done that better. I would have done this or done that. Or, you know, there's still like... I dropped these women's shorts from a long time ago. I got like four, three X's. You know, so there's like odd sizes that hang around, but there's never been like, damn, I have 30 left. I have 10 left. You know, it's always been like little odd things here and there. Um, I I don't know. I think I just kind of know where my market is and who's going to buy. And if I keep getting in these bigger rooms with these groups, you know, and if I order this, like this next order I placed in, um, it's some trucker hats, some dope tees, uh, it's a lanyard, a lighter. Um, <clears throat> for the tattoo fest, that's just going to go. That's going to fucking go. That's awesome. And I just know it's, you know, I don't go into events like, okay, I got to make this amount. I got to, because then I'm just too focused on making money and not connecting, not being present, just like fucking being there. But I'll walk out of a pop-up with 130 and I'll be with a smile on my face, you know what I mean? It's not like a focus. Yeah, I gotta call. I gotta call. Okay, you're good. Um, do you have a um? Do you have like a picture on your Instagram, or do you have a picture on your like in general of like the hats you're gonna drop? Because I'm I'm a big hat guy. Oh, dude. So I'd love I'm to see what, you what you're doing next. And honestly, I love showing people my stuff because it's like, what do you think about it? What do you don't like? What do you you know what I mean? Don't show the camera, but. It's nothing like crazy, to be honest. You could get zoomed in shit. But uh, the summer drops like men tanks. Oh, that's sick. Women crops, the fuck are you talking about? That's fucking truckers, sick. And then there's a black TM drop in. And honestly, I think it's just going to go. There's And there's some drops that like even the Ascension drop, that one had a meeting. A lot of my collections have meetings and patterns to my real life. But like shit like this, so, you know, I just. I want both those hats. Oh, for sure. Dude. Like now They're those sick. are fucking sick and i think at the tattoo fest people are gonna eat them up so mm -hmm. hopefully by next weekend i gotta place another order because shit's already gone yes you know what i mean these are gonna fucking fly off dude i'm hyped you know so was there uh was there a meaning behind this one right here or are you just like this is dope as fuck i just made it dude. <laughs> and you know i made i'm i create designs first before i think about clothing it's not like okay there's this piece i want this type of design on it it's just kind of like 
I'll design some shit, and I'm like, okay, that'd be dope on a trucker. That'd be dope on a hoodie. You know what I mean? We put that on some joggers. Um, just having fun with it, you know? Is there a piece of apparel you haven't made yet that you still really want to? Oh, a bunch of shit, bro. Literally everything. Oh, the whole gang's here. <laughs> yeah, they're all coming back. Um, oh. oh, bro, like, I'm about to drop some shorts. There's fucking bombers, bomber jackets. Um... Literally everything, bro. It comes down to designing mats. Like, I've been working on just designing, like, bro, you can you can brand anything. Yeah. That's where I've kind of got to the point where I, clothes are cool, but now let's get into, like, accessories. Like, let's, uh, bro, literally everything's graphic design. Everything's branding. It's like, why not just do everything, you know? Is there... Are there, like, we already talked about like, the Tattoo Fest. You're going back up to Denver here in a little bit. Are there any events that you've got your mind on? Or you got your side sounds like, okay, how do I attack that? How do I get into there? Like, Is there anything like that that kind of rattles through your head? Um, well, ever since the Denver pop-up, I, so I did this collection called Lost in Vegas where you know, I flew to Vegas. I did the shoot in Vegas. You know, I did everything based in Vegas. Even the release was in Vegas. And How long ago was this? This was probably, this was 2020. This is oh, shit. pandemic. That shit was fire. We shot movies on Fremont Street, bro. People were looking at us like we were crazy. Like, it was super dope. Um, but it was all Vegas-themed, and that got me thinking, like, damn, next time I need to do a pop-up with, you know, merch and shit with the, to represent the state. Because I'm not too hot on the Zia sign, so I'm not, like, slapping Zia or putting New Mexico on everything. You well, know it's I mean? everywhere. Yeah. Like and and no disrespect to the New Mexican culture, but like it is everywhere. It's everywhere. Everyone, I mean, I don't, but everyone has a fucking Zia tattoo. It seems My like. Girlfriend does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Like, and again, it's not that it's a bad thing, but it's like how many, you know, how much merch is out there with a Zia on it? I think, I don't know. I I think it's just an easy sell. Yeah. Um. You know, but even me going to Denver, like, I didn't do anything Denver-themed, but, uh, you know, like, a loss in Denver would have been dope, a loss in Durango. So, with that first concept, I'm trying to continue that collection of just being able to travel and calling it, like, lost in Miami, lost in Dubai, or, like, lost in wherever we're at. You know, I'm trying to build the brand to where it's a demand. Like, yo, come to Orlando, fucking come to Texas, you know, do a lost in, you need, we just fucking... That's why that's that'd be a huge goal for me to just have like even five cities lined up and just go hit them three, bro. Like, you know what I mean? That'd be super cool. How do you conceptualize Denver like that? Like, what do you see when that comes to mind? Like, what type of design? What type of like aesthetic? I don't know. I haven't really thought about it. Um, something ill, like I don't know. But then again, this next time me going there, it's more of a network thing. So I'm gonna see what they like. I'm gonna see what they're into. What's selling out here because i with that pop-up i went to i noticed that a lot of my exclusive expensive pieces were selling versus my basic tea and it was a hype event where we were at and that's everyone was looking uh people were buying these red boots people were buying high-end sneakers and all this shit so i was in the environment where people were just kind of throwing money so but i throw an extra hundo on the price and they're like oh my god i need it (laughs) (laughs) it's crazy but you know yeah you just got to know your demographic. It's just a matter of I can spend the money, so I'm going to. Yeah. Honestly, you got to mess with that. Like, yeah. I think if you've been doing it long enough, you know, you, like, I I try to stress the fact that, you know, I do do this 
full time, you know, I do struggle. You know, that's the part people don't see is, you know, the struggle behind being full time and, you know, really hustling to make a dollar and fucking, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, that's fucking gnarly, bro. How do you manage that? I don't know, man. I think, uh, one, I'm just blessed, dude. I'm blessed that, you know, I can go to an event and I can make X amount and I, you know, I'm going to my car skiffing, I'm dancing and shit. <laughs> And luckily, I do enough events to where, you know, I could get it more on a frequent basis and I could just bring in more money than a job usually would. But, you know, being an entrepreneur, there's weeks where I don't make a sale. There's weeks where I may not make a fucking dollar, you know. So I've always had that hustler ambition to just pick up side jobs. You know, I do freelance graphic design, too. That's not where I want it. I don't promote it that much. I don't push it that much. Um, Yeah, I mean, that's definitely the struggle people don't talk about, but... I think it's worth the feeling when someone's like, yo, your brand's fucking sick. I see it everywhere. Like, I get that so much lately, and it's it's a very good feeling. And you don't think about how much you got to make when people are just um, looking forward to what's next and shit like that. That's a good mindset to have. Did, sure. did it take you a while to develop that? Because I imagine starting this out in the beginning, it's scary. No, nah, man, because my startup was like 200 bucks, bro. It was... I just always knew people were going to support it. I don't know. It, it just, I kind of knew that, you know, I, I think maybe there, now I definitely think about money differently now that, you know, it, I'm more dependable on it. But I'm at first, dog. Like, I, like I said, I'd place those orders. I knew I'd get it back. I'd spend thousands, I've spent thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars, bro. And it's on, it's on an investment that's hopefully going to make me more and just even get my name out there a little more. You know what I mean? But, yeah, every time I look at that number, I'm like, <laughs> but then you start to think about money and it's like, you know, one of my biggest goals is to see a hundred K in sales on my website. I have it on my vision board. I want to, you know, hopefully one day achieve that and, you know, be able to look back on these days where, you know, I was just struggling to make shit happen. And, you know, I'm glad that I can feel it paint off and I tell people, you know, Sometimes it feels like you're running on a treadmill, dog. Like sometimes it feels like you could do so much work and you end up in the same spot, maybe yeah. essentially. So it's it's all about your mindset, dog. You just gotta do it for the journey and not for the results and the whatever what everything else that comes with it. That's awesome. For sure. No, I think that's a beautiful way to end this, man. That's an awesome, awesome message to end this on. Um thank you again so much for coming through and doing this Appreciate this you was a me. fucking pleasure yeah, we'll have to do um are there any so you've got the tattoo fest coming up here in albuquerque this upcoming weekend that's a friday saturday sunday event yeah tattoo fest is lettuce 789 sick ito's barbershop soft opening shout to joe that's july 15th um me and Wire are gonna release us pre-order of shirts in like a couple weeks and then everything i showed you is probably gonna release in august Awesome. But I'll have it next week, so hit me up. All right. Um, yeah, you can catch me at, at ownthedave47, ownthedave47.com. You'll find me. You'll probably see me around. You know, it's not hard <laughs> to find me. It's not hard All right, me. man. Well, thank you again so much for coming on. Love. And uh, thank you, everyone, for listening and watching. And we'll see you next time. Bye, everybody. What else you got planned today?